welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. Welcome to episode two of the talk show for talkers here on irishtalkers.com. As I mentioned at the end of the first episode, I'm delighted to welcome our very special guest this week, who is Kyle Murter, the winner of the District 71 International Speech Contest. And I understand, Kyle, that uh, you have now gone forward from the quarterfinals to the semifinals. Congratulations. Thank you very much, Moira. Yeah, got an email at 4am yesterday uh, letting me know and that was a good way to wake up I'll tell you that so yes very excited about the next round but it's not time to get carried away is it it's time to, to focus because now it gets really serious well it's, it's time now to start serious work isn't it because well uh, I've, I've, yeah I've already been doing a lot of that already <laughs> I have to say but yes stepping up even more so a lot more vigor to it I guess indeed well we'll save a lot of that conversation for episode four this week but let me just uh, brief you a little bit about what is going to happen for the next 10 or 12 minutes i'm going to ask you basically five questions well it may be 10 questions but the five of those questions will be the same five questions that we ask all our guests and our guests have ranged from international presidents and uh, world champions of public speaking right the way down to uh, humble area directors or even humbler hopefully um, new toastmasters you know toastmasters have only been in toastmasters for a matter of weeks or months so we cover the whole range and the questions that we ask are the same but the answers that we get are so varied that it is really fascinating hearing them so let's dive straight in and ask you the, the very first question, and it's a very simple one. What brought you to Toastmasters in the first place? Two things brought me to Toastmasters. So to give you a bit of background, my first ever speaking experience was in October 2016. I was at a place kind of similar to Toastmasters. But one year after, that's when I joined. And by that point, I'd overcome the nerves, per se, um, or the initial nerves of, you know, being terrified to speak. I got past that. And when I joined Toastmasters, I really, there was two reasons in mind. Number one, to practice my skills. You know, I wanted to really hone my skills because within that year prior, I kind of discovered that I really like this. You know, I really like this speaking thing and I want to try and get as good at it as possible. Second reason was I'd watched YouTube videos of world champions and what organization were they competing in? What was the competition held? Who was it held by? It was Toastmasters. So I definitely wanted to compete in the biggest public speaking competition. So those were the two reasons. Number one, to improve the skills. Secondly, to get into that competitive spirit. Okay, well, that's, that's as, as good a reason as, uh, as any. What has been the greatest benefit of Toastmasters to you? Stage time stage time. I tell this to anyone who's interested in improving their speaking. Yes, it's fine reading or, or watching the skills, but you've actually got to do this to get better at it. And it's very hard to find stage time, you know, in your work, in your career, in your personal life. 
Very rare we get those occasions. And then all of a sudden, you have to do a best man speech in front of 60 people. Go ahead. Best of luck, mate. You know, so you don't get a lot of prep at all. But what Toastmasters does is it gives you that place where you can practice weekly. And that's what you need to do if you really want to get comfortable in this game. You need to be having that stage time. And that's what it's gave me multiple opportunities to present and different styles of speaking, prepared speeches, impromptu, evaluation, so many different facets, which helped me tremendously. So stage time for sure, Moira. Well, you've picked up on one of my favourite quotes and that uh, came, I, I guess it's not exclusively from Craig Valentine, but uh, one of the things that he loves to say is stage time, stage time, stage time. And then, of course, there is uh, Darren LaCroix, whose organization is called Stage Time University. And I do totally yes. agree with you. Every opportunity that there is to speak, take it because every time you improve just a little bit. It may be only yeah. a tiny bit, yeah, and there, but you do improve. Yeah. And the reality is there's very little to lose but a lot to gain by speaking in public. It's never as bad as you think. And the more time you're up there, the more comfortable it becomes. And what was the biggest challenge that you've had in Toastmasters? Hmm. I think finding my style. So even though I'd been speaking for a year, I don't think I'd truly found what stylist speaker I was. You know, uh, I wanted to be a funny speaker. But I wasn't really a funny speaker. I wanted to be an inspirational speaker, but I didn't quite know what I wanted to speak on. So I was sort of trying to figure out who I was as a speaker for the first, I would say, year or two, to be honest with you. It was only once I got into the third year that I started to understand how I make speeches in Toastmasters and what type of messages come authentically for me. I was... I mean, they say, you know, the greatest form of uh, praise is imitation. Perhaps I was imitating different speakers, you know, legendary speakers, trying to just figure out if their style would work for me. And what I found is, you know, eventually it becomes an amalgamation, amalgamation of all of those styles. And you start to learn the more you're up there with the stage time, the more feedback that you get, you start to learn who you are. So that was my biggest challenge, figuring that out. And it only happens with time, I think. Yes, I think I agree. For me, the biggest challenge was more probably on the uh, the leadership side of Toastmasters, which really I, I didn't realise that when I joined Toastmasters there was anything like a leadership path within Toastmasters. Kind of catches you off guard that one, doesn't it? Yeah, it did. <laughs> it did. In some ways, I regret that uh, we don't put more emphasis on the leadership aspects in Pathways but it, it's still there. It's just a little bit more hidden, maybe. We know that there's been a lot of changes within Toastmasters over the past few years. But are there things that you would still like to change? In Toastmasters, I think the format, I, I really think the format is fantastic. It's been proven around the world that it works. But do we need to do it like that every single meeting? You know, I really think clubs would benefit from having different styles of meeting, you know, maybe having uh, an improv comedy night, for example, maybe having a, a debate or persuasive speaking night, throwing in different styles, different angles to test members, I think would be beneficial. And the other thing I see lacking a lot is 
educationals, especially for new members. When a new member comes along, they have no idea how to evaluate. Yet we we assign them on a website and then we throw them out there and they don't know what they're doing. They need guidance. Same with table topics, same with speeches. I feel we need to do more to support new people coming in and also people who have been there a long time because very few of us get training in Toastmasters around our speaking. It's great that we've got a place to practice, but if we're practicing all the time without any direction, it's going to be hard to make a lot of, of progress, I feel. I so agree with you. I, I recently joined an online club called Online Orators, and they do not have ordinary meetings. Mm. I've been to five or six of their meetings so far, and each one has been completely different, and none of them have anything to do with the standard of prepared speeches, impromptu speaking, and evaluations. It's completely nice. different. I agree with you. I wish there were more clubs did that. Don't get me wrong. I, I think there is a definite place for the standard Toastmasters meeting, as we, we all know it. But I agree that we should be mixing it up with different types of night because it gives you different experiences and yeah. di different opportunities to shine. Yeah. And the reality is, how often in the real world are we asked to speak for seven minutes? Yeah. <laughs> Very, you know, no one's going to pay you for a seven minute speech. No. And you always have longer. It's always 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes to do the meeting, you know, or even yeah. shorter, one minute in an elevator. So, you know, yeah. we, I think yeah. we need to yeah. just, it's great the format. It obviously works. But I think you can do, you can sprinkle some uh, variety on there, right? Just to mix things up. I agree. What keeps you coming back to Toastmasters? Those two initial reasons I joined to improve, because I feel I still am with the feedback I receive and so forth and the way I push myself um, in the meetings and I try different things. And then secondly, the competitions, right? I have that goal of becoming world champion. That is a big driver for me. And I, tr I think the contests are just so good because they push you to be at your best. Your, your growth is exponential mm. once you start entering the contests seriously, you know? And there's a difference there. There's a enter the contest. Oh, I, I'm so glad I'm here. I'm taking part. And then there's entering to win. And when you enter to win, that's when you really push yourself and you make those gains, I feel. That's a very interesting point. That's a very good point. I think many people, myself included, uh, have in the past entered contests just to enter the contest. Just, yeah, yeah. just a bit of fun. Yeah. And knowing that, yeah, we're going to improve a little bit because it's stage time. Yeah. But entering to win and mm -hmm. getting a speech that you know is good enough to take you, God willing, you know, yeah. up, up the yeah. ladder, that is a whole different ball game yes it's a different it's a different approach altogether now listen there's nothing wrong with entering to enter that that's great that in fact that is a huge step for some people yes. you know and that's fantastic they're making progress but once you get to that stage where you're entering to win then that's when you start doing the extra work in the background you start practicing your speech in other places you yes. start to truly understand what it takes yes. to progress up the ladder in these contests yeah absolutely Absolutely. Well, that brings us neatly to the end of this uh, episode. I'll uh, invite you to come back tomorrow when Paul is going to be talking about two very important things that are happening in the very near future. Uh, one is club officer training and the other is the International 
speech, sorry, the International Convention, not speech. Though, of course, there are important speaking things happening at the International Convention. And we'll be hearing a bit more (laughs) about that from Kyle, maybe in episode four. So come back tomorrow at the same time. See you then. The Talk Show for Talkers is published every week in sections at 4pm every Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Go to our website, irishtalkers.com, for more information.